Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Your polite little computer lady there. beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael and this is ryan you you looked over at me like you thought i was going to make a commentary <laughs> on something I, I literally you're not going to give me an inch today are you not an inch uh, not a centimeter centimeter millimeter um <laughs> i did look at you because i enjoy it was kind of a creepy look too <laughs> creepy look i was just i looked i'm like i'm just saying is your head present are you there we i was at walgreens the other day in the uh, medicine aisle and there was this woman that gave me the exact same look so i that's why i was a little weirded out by it anyway do you are you happy that you've shared that story now that that good all right i, I don't understand the context with the walgreens story and why we're, we're this digressed but i'm gonna get back to saying hello to everybody because we're back and we have a guest today do you think i is, is do i have your permission to introduce our guest or at, to rather to invite our guests to introduce themselves. That, Are you talking about the about me, the wickedly talented, the one and only wonderful guest that we have? Would you please please uh, save me from Ryan here and introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Hi everyone, my name is Alex. <laughs> I don't have an applause button anymore. We had a one. We yeah, we experimented with it, and there was. <laughs> I like the applause. Technical, I want to bring back the applause. Technical difficulties. Well, you know, yeah, because you don't know how to hit the button when to hit it. And, okay, it's fine. We'll also, could you fix the screen there? I, I'm we'll, talking to a... We'll do that. That's a good idea. Miniaturized version. Sir. Stop, share. Bam. Full screen. Hello. In it. <laughs> well, Hi. thank you for being here, Alex. We, we appreciate your time. And... Uh, oh. The beautiful listeners are uh, in for a treat today. Hey, well, thank you for having me. So, you might see the uh, all the toys and whatnot in the background. Do you do you like superheroes? Are you into any of that? Uh, well, I have Harley Quinn posters and Batman posters behind me. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so you know all about it then. So this is going to be. And I'm wearing this- a Venom shirt. <laughs> 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 you know it's funny we just watched the the venom movie last night and uh that eminem song at the end of the movie is still stuck in my head <laughs> venom venom i'm gonna hit him venom. yeah anyway that'll be stuck in your head every time i hear venom that's the little song that plays in my head but anyway well now it's gonna do the same for me so thank you <laughs> <laughs> so we like to talk about the fact that every great superhero like batman like venom 
even Harley Quinn, right? They have an interesting and great origin story. Like the reason why they do what they do, who they are, et cetera, et cetera. How would you describe your origin story, your musical origin story? Quite the journey. <laughs> um, I started doing theater when I was like, like professionally when I was 11. So I grew up seeing like Broadway tunes and that kind of stuff. And I did that up and for like, I don't know, like six years ago, I really started, I stopped doing that. And then I joined a girl group for a little while. And then I was like, what am I doing? And decided to like, just pursue being like in a rock band, which is what I've always wanted to do anyways. I just never thought I could actually do it. I don't know why, but yeah, so it's quite the journey. <laughs> what was it about, uh, the rock world that made you think you you weren't able to do it or why do you think that got postponed um i guess a couple of things well one um i never thought like i had like the rock voice and like growing up i always like heard rock singers like this cool like raspy tone and i just for some reason thought that like i couldn't do that because i don't really have a raspy voice which is like looking back a really stupid reason but um that was one and also i don't know i just i was so stuck in like that theater world that like doing something else so far on the other opposite spectrum just seemed like out of reach for no reason <laughs> yeah it's an interesting thing like the 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 limitations sometimes that we put on ourselves you know that aren't really there and we've talked a lot about that um with a lot of people i mean that's one of the things that um we find really important is doing what you what you really feel passionate about in life and uh we want to encourage people to do that you know and i'm sure do you have any thoughts on that like how you came to just do what you really wanted to do and maybe how sometimes at least for me i've seen people in your life aren't always necessarily going to back you when you make a decision you know like that yeah um i mean it's definitely fulfilling and like the first song i ever wrote for like my project alex um it's called taking over and the whole all the lyrics are basically like i'm not happy like i need more out of life and just like realizing that I was like you said I was getting in my own way I'm the reason why I wasn't happy and it's just it's so much more fulfilling to actually be doing something that you love and you want to put your whole heart into it um yeah so for people that are like second guessing themselves or saying like oh I can't do this because of some reason that they made up in their head just like cut the shit and just do it because life is short you know yeah it's too easy to limit ourselves you know I really, it resonates with me. I really relate to being my, you know, being in my own way. <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's something I've, uh, I don't know why I've been drawn to that. <laughs> Self-destructive. Yeah, you know what, Alex, before we, we go on any further here, uh, could we take a couple of six steps back? I'm kind of interested. You said you were doing theater at 11. Yeah. yeah. So was, was music like kind of a family thing then? or was um, was it just because you had a voice and that was the best way to for you to express yourself at the time well my mom did like theater like in high school and stuff um i was just always around it like i started dancing when i like started taking dance classes when i was literally two years old 
So I was kind of, and that was my choice. As silly as that sounds, like my sister danced first and I would just like always be dancing around trying to like copy her. So my parents were like, might as well just sign her up at this point. And I was just always like around it. And then like, when I realized like I could sing, like it just became a passion. And my parents were like incredibly supportive of it too, but they were never like, those typical like stage parents where they're like forcing their kids to do things they didn't want to do. Like my parents were like at any time, if you don't want to do this, like you don't have to do this, but it was just, it was like a part of me. And like, I just, all I wanted to do was be on stage. Now I know for me, I, even though I, I guess I don't necessarily a hundred percent like the experience of performing even now. Um, mainly the nerves that come with it, right? So how were you able to do that as a child? Was that always something that just came natural to you to be able to perform in front of people? And it... Yeah, I don't know why. I never really got stage fright as a kid. Um, people would, like my family would always be like, you just look so comfortable on stage. And I could, you know, get up and sing in front of, or just perform in front of hundreds of people. And I had no problem. I don't know why. I just, it always felt like comfortable. That's something that's been brought up a lot too. A lot of people that we, that end up doing this for a living, it seems like there was a part of them, even from an early age, you know, that wanted, wanted to do that. So did you know, like when you were a kid that like, that you would end up doing it as an adult or was it, was kind it a of moment, yeah, it's a catalyst, or, or was it a process? I was like curious about that. Uh, when I was younger, I thought I was gonna end up being on Broadway and like doing that kind of stuff because I did like a bunch of like regional theaters and shit like that, like as an adult. And I thought I was like, you know, that was the dream as like a 11 year old theater kid, like you're gonna be on Broadway. <laughs> and as I got older and like seeing the theater world, it started to change a little bit. And, I was just realizing like, I just, I didn't want to keep singing other people's songs and mm. some of the stuff was just very over the top. And I'm just like, I'm not dramatic like that anymore. So like, I want it to be more like more real, you know, everything was just like so exaggerated. And I got to this point where like every, literally everybody sounded the same. And I was uh, like, you know what? I need something different. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there is an element of, you know when you're writing your own songs i think you would agree michael oh, yeah. uh, as opposed to playing covers or as opposed to you know being handed a sheet of lines and everything right yeah i guess it there is a different element there i guess i'd never really thought about it that way until you brought that up right now but and also it's like silly as it sounds like if you got a role and you had multiple songs to sing it's like the odds of you liking all those songs are like very slim and like having to sing the same songs that you just really don't like mm. for, you know, months at a time, just really sucked. <laughs> Silly as that sounds. Yeah. Like I liked being on stage, but I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to sing these, you know, these songs anymore. They just, they're annoying me. <laughs> you can call them. It's okay. Alex, you can call them <laughs> stupid songs. You can say yes. it. It's they, okay. They, they are stupid and <laughs> cheesy and over the top. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's type. you know, it's a, it, there's a whole genre. And you know, like that's, it shouldn't be an offensive thing to be like this particular type of performance or this particular type of music just doesn't resonate with me because i like something more intense or more 
genuine in my opinion right there shouldn't be anything wrong with that and it's okay i agree yeah we change as people right so much time doing that that it's okay to like then stretch out and do something that you haven't done or something that you really wanted to do that like you said you know you weren't sure um because of the the rasp i guess the (laughs) i don't know i was thinking like funny how we talk ourselves out of things like you know you know oh i'm sorry you you're about to say something there go for it no just gonna say like i mean granted growing up most like the rock and metal people i was listening to were all like guys and all like these like raspy voices and i was like that's what rock should sound like and then i hear myself who sounded like a disney princess for like majority of my life and i was like "Hmm, that's gonna sound weird with like hard heavy guitars but i changed it a little yeah well, things things are a little different now, aren't they? In the the world of rock and metal, um, it's like wide open. Yeah, there's so much like there's so many different genres and so many different ways to do rock and metal. It's awesome. And also, um, Alex, you brought up something that's kind of fascinating to me because I'd never really thought about that. But it's like if you go into Broadway, there is a chance that you might have a maybe even a long term job singing and performing songs that you don't really like like i never that never occurred to me that 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 must there's an element of that kind of defeating i think even you know what dude i didn't i didn't think about it either because i used i know a little bit something like that because i did spend some time in like choir in high school and there were some songs that were great and others that were just like i don't want to do this one but (laughs) you don't really have a choice uh yeah and that never occurred to me that yeah like if you get a regular gig there's a good chance that yeah you're not going to necessarily love every last you know thing you got to perform the comedian me alex wants to be like you know we should do we should do a faux musical yeah (laughs) sure and like just like it's it's meant to be corny right we're we're trying to make people laugh here (laughs) wait there's actually a show i think it's called like the show that goes horribly wrong or something like that and i don't know if it's like a full length but there's like a 10 minute video of it on youtube it's fucking hilarious so the whole presence like the whole idea of it is that the people are like overacting in this show it's just it's a disaster like everyone's overacting things are going wrong it's just a, it's a nightmare but it's the funniest thing i've ever seen um i think it's called like the show that goes horribly wrong something like that i'm sure if you youtube it you'll find it but like that i like like that i would have so much fun doing <laughs> yeah how how is that um i mean if you're comfortable talking about this i don't know because it's just it's your perspective right and um that's what we're you're the star of the show right now um now the world of of broadway and all that like is it are people different in that world than they are in the rock world is there like a major difference as far as like the attitude or just the intensity or is it just like people are people and it doesn't really matter so i mean with everything like it's hard to you know group everyone together but from what i've experienced is uh, a lot of theater people i think live in their own theater world and like i've gone to a bunch of auditions where people are just like they just talk about themselves all the time and i've had a few experiences where i was just sitting there like you know getting in my own space before the audition because they're usually like in groups and waiting rooms with like hundreds of people and you just hear people be like 
talking about their experiences like yeah so i met and like name drop people be like but it was okay but like they were really nice and just like very like (laughs) show offing and i'm just like i'm like why and then i'll find like that random person that's just like totally chill just like genuinely loves doing this is not in your face that's the thing i don't know it's just the personalities are very different i feel like Mm. in the rock and metal world people are just more relaxed show yeah you know what though alex i don't know if you agree with this we've been talking about this the last few days a lot it feels like the and i hate i i'm maybe i'm putting myself on a spot by saying this out loud but there are some worlds okay and maybe the 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 theater world is like this where people once they become part of that world they almost like take on a role you know and it's like it's not really them like if you knew them personally it would probably be a different story but like in public they kind of have to act the part oh yeah it's kind of like a persona yeah persona exactly and yeah to a certain extent and i think everybody especially like in the performing world kind of has to do that and i always think some people do it to like you know disconnect themselves from the art that they're doing um which is totally fine but i guess like i was saying for me from doing theater like i've been doing theater since i was like seven professionally since 11 so for all of that time being someone else and like having that like persona i just got to a point where i was like i I don't want to be someone else like i want to be me i want to find out who the fuck i am and like actually be able to be myself so you know it's it's hard to like pretend to be someone else for so long um but yeah there are definitely worlds where people have that i don't say wallet but like alter ego almost yeah and like we're to the point you know what you just said really resonates with both of us (laughs) i don't even have to ask him to know because um we've been put in that position a lot in our lives and that's something we have in common is we felt we were forced into situations right where you where we have to where we're not really able to be ourselves right Alex, where we have to dial ourselves yeah, back, right? Persona. So yeah. often, like the world asks you to dial yourself back, and it's like I shouldn't have to do that, you know. So I no. understand, like after doing it for years on end, it's like I just want to be me now. Like, and it it does mess a little bit with like it does make you ask, like who who am I really, right? Sometimes, yeah. and I, I know, think, like, yeah, go for it. Oh no, I was just gonna say, um, like for me, it's also like my voice. I didn't know what I sounded like. I was so used to playing a character, like trying to sound like, you know, the Broadway world. So it's like, okay, well, how do I actually sound? And I didn't really discover that until I started writing my own music at like 17 or 16, 17 to be like, Oh, this is, this is my voice. I'm not trying to be someone. I'm just, you know, seeing what comes out naturally. I feel like, can you ever really know your voice both, uh, like as a, for a musician, like singing or playing an instrument? unless you're working on something that you yourself created is that not how you find your voice you know i don't know there's other ways to do it i guess but in my mind i I feel like that's the only way to do it like you have to understand what it's like to sing a melody that you wrote and you find your voice exactly um how did you find the courage to do that like and we we i ask those type of questions because for our beautiful listeners and all the people out there who are, you know, aspiring or have dreams, like there is that moment. Yeah. Working on it. When you want to break free and do your own thing, right. It takes a little bit of courage and, and confidence. Like how would, how did you 
navigate that uh, point in your life? Um, I just stopped caring what other people thought. And even now, like when I write music, I don't write as like, I don't, I'm not writing it for people. I'm writing it as like a form of therapy, either if it's something I've experienced or, you know, someone close to me has experienced. And I just, I try to fall in love with the songs that I create and just hope that like they resonate with other people, but I don't specifically write for other people because I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be natural. And just knowing that there there's people that are going to like it and there's people that are not going to like it and just trying to have like thick skin in it. Um, and just knowing that like, if this is really something you want to do, you're just going to have to do it. And like I said, there are going to be people that like it, people that don't like it. But at the end of the day, if you're happy with it, you'll find people that it will resonate with. Yeah. And you're, uh, there's a portion of the population out there that your voice yeah. is going to reach that no one else's, no one else's could. And you brought up a really important point. You know, the idea that when you put your art out in the world, you can't please everybody. Like think of the best, the best bands out there that are, that are acknowledged as the best or the best movies or any piece of art that people are like, this is, this is kind of the best that you can do. There's going to be a huge portion of the population. It's like, I, I just don't like it. It's like yeah. I, there's there's always going to be that polarity. So yeah, I understand. Like you know, you're saying to not not take it too personally because yeah. it really doesn't have anything to do with you, right? Exactly. And like I guess just from you know, being like I said, I was a dancer when I was younger. I was like I'm going to be a ballerina, and then when I was like 13 or 14, I went away to like the summer program, and after like doing ballet and point for eight hours a day for three weeks, I was like I am never doing this again. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, yeah. But you know, thick skin that way because you know casting directors and most of the time people are nice, but there's always people that are going to just be very brutally honest with you at all times. And from a young age, having people just be very upfront about the way they feel and just realizing that like, you're not going to please everybody. And that as long as you're happy with it and you're confident within yourself, then that's really all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. I wish, um, it's something I've been contemplating a lot recently. I, I just wish uh, the world was more like that. You know, they, the world could just allow people to do what truly made them happy and, and not try to force an agenda on anybody. Yeah. You know, it's like, because that's really what living is, right, Alex? It's doing what you want to do in the way you want to do it and that should be okay i just feel like there's not enough voices out there that are that that will say hey we don't have to do the cookie cutter life thing if if that's not if if you're happy doing that great go for it but for people like us sometimes you know the path is going to look a little different and that's okay yeah you know and i think like you know people put time limits on themselves and they're like okay when i'm like 25 i have to do this when i'm 30 i need to do this and it's like mm, it's not yeah. realistic you know just let just figure out what it is you want to do in life and like your passion and then just go for it and then things are going to happen that you either planned or didn't plan but this is the way it is i feel like i hate to say everything happens for a reason but you know like for me for example like connections i've made and 
the things I've done in my life has kind of brought me to this point. Like, I don't think if I had that background, I would feel so confident putting out music to the world, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, it's sometimes you, you can't help, but feel that way. Right. Because once you get to a certain point, you look back on the road and you're like, well, the things I've done in the past kind of helped me prepare for this moment. So, yeah, I mean, it does, it does make sense. I know you could get, be more, uh, more or less spiritual about things that happen in your life, obviously, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, that you, you mentioned that you wrote your first song at 17. Um, was that just like a personal therapeutic thing? Is that usually how it starts? <laughs> So when I say I wrote my first, I mean, I like recorded my first song. Oh, really? I've been okay. writing songs for, uh, since I was like 10, they were horrendous, but I did it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't record my first song until I was like 16. Well, how many people can say they wrote a song at 10? I mean, I didn't do that. <laughs> no. It sounds impressive, but I can tell you it was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't it weird? Because I'm just like everyone does that. Because I just feel like everyone does that. Like I, well, my kids, like they're they're young and they're, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they did the little sing song thing. Their head. I've heard my kids come up with little songs out of nowhere. And I'm just, That's actually a pretty slick little song. Like I think I think we're there's some it's just born in us, you know. Like I don't know. Sorry, I, I derailed this here. But like the the <laughs> did you? Uh, it's all your fault. God, just he's got me thinking about like the way kids are free, right? And like when you're young, you just stuff just sort of pops out of you, and you're okay. And we just don't judge it. We're just like, oh, it's just a kid, so it's okay. Because it's un it's unbridled creativity, yeah. you know, Alex. When you're a kid, like it's like when you're when a, when you're an adult, or there's a certain point, it's like you got to put that guitar down, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like I got to be an adult. Yeah, you got to be an adult and get a quote, real job. <laughs> oh yeah. God. No, that do you do you ever deal with that from people like i i don't know how to deal with it sometimes you know the, the unnecessary pushback that you might get you know if you decide to do what you're doing for a living or do what we're doing here um i don't know like i definitely have had people be like oh well, what do you do and like i'm also a makeup artist so sometimes depending on who i'm talking to it's like they're like oh what do you do i'm like oh, i'm a makeup artist because i can tell if i have that conversation they're going to be like but like what do you really do and i don't feel like having that conversation yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but yeah there's some people that are like oh you know i'm in a band or like i'm a musician and they're like okay and then they like don't get it and it's like hard to explain to people so i just pick my battles on who i feel like explaining myself to <laughs> yeah this idea of having to explain yourself yeah, too it's like hard. It's, 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 the layers the layers of what's going on there right when a person asks you what you do you yeah know? it's like this element of what does it matter like and where can they you know can they be how, how respectful do they need to be in your presence i mean that's a lot of that is what that is and i, I hate to say it but it's just that's we gauge we try to gauge people by what they do and you know how, how worthwhile are you of my time that kind of thing i don't know maybe I'm wrong. It, there's i'm sure there's an element of it yeah, there's gotta be either like we just sort of built in this way sort of just yeah check thing 
Yeah, yeah, it's a little hijacked because of the things that the culture places value. Yeah, in. well, that's what it is, yeah. right? I think we're kind of trained to to place value on things sometimes that don't matter as much. Yeah, I know a lot of people look at my hair and they're like, "What do you do? Like, what's your job?" And right. I just want to really tell someone I work in like finance or something just to see what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Yeah, it's like they expect you to work in computers, or I don't know, maybe. Yeah, isn't that isn't that funny though? Like, I, don't get me wrong. I understand that like every world has its quote look or its whatever, right? right. And you're gonna so make an association just by seeing it. But isn't it funny how when you do something like you know have a hair color like like yours, it's like people automatically it gets so much attention. Like people, yeah, it's, everyone needs to have an opinion about it. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I had someone the other day, she was looking at my hair and she's like, how does your mother feel about that? And I was like, um, I don't think she has a say in it, but right, right, she's right. Like me. <laughs> I love how and like I have like, the tattoos and shit, so I just, yeah. uh, I love how it's a, that that's basically a judgment on your character, right? Oh, hundred percent. And it's like, what, what does my hair color have to do with my, like, why would my mom care? <laughs> what color right? my hair is jeez that's and like i get it because like if you're older like i mean she was old so like different generations and things yeah. like that so i'm never offended by anyone saying anything like stupid to me i just find it comedic that some people just like can't wrap their head around like very simple ideas but we were talking it's funny like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about now we've talked about recently and it's like when my hair is long and my beard's long you know, and I have a crazy hat on or jewelry or whatever. It's like people automatically look at you different. And it's like, yeah. why, why did, why does the exterior matter so much to people? You know? Cause people are superficial. I don't know. They just expect everyone to fit into like a box. I think it's easier that way. It's easier. <laughs> yeah. You can like, if, if you look some of the older people, folks see someone like you and it's like does not compute yeah, does yeah. not compute yeah. <laughs> they're like how do i process yeah. you know what i mean and, and i don't know why it just reminded me of the daleks from doctor who and you're like does not compute <laughs> you're more a star trek guy right i have seen some of doctor who <laughs> i liked older doctor who the new season was really bad because the writer is different so yeah, I'm not big into Doctor Who. I know there was a big controversy uh, over the new Here's the thing. season. Maybe I am too Star Trek, but it's like if you're if you're traveling machine is that dorky? Look, I can't. It's look cool. <laughs> the machinery has to look cool. Hey, Bill and Ted had a phone booth or whatever. Man, it looks was cool. cool. You gotta see it. You gotta see the inside. It's you know, bigger I, than the inside. I know. I I, I don't want to say that I have a personal vendetta against Trekkies. Please, please. but. Uh, <laughs> I guess it, it's no. now's the appropriate time to ask the question, Gosh. Alex. Are you on Team Star Wars or are you on Team Star Trek? I have a picture of Darth Vader, not Darth Vader, Jesus, Darth Maul above my bed, and Can a give me a virtual fist bump. Why do you gotta make it? And I have a Team um, Star Wars. Team Sith Star Wars is just getting stronger. It's just getting stronger. I have a Sith stronger. lightsaber above, like FX lightsaber <laughs> above my bed that turns on. By the way. And I have a poster of um, Baby Yoda or Grogu, whatever. It's okay. Which I just thought was funny because it was a wanted poster. Team Star Wars. <laughs> 
all the way. It's okay to like Star Wars. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not okay to like Star Trek. I'm just saying <laughs> okay. the cooler people like Star Wars. I, I'm going to say it. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I do okay. I do like Star Trek too, but I'm such a Star Wars nerd. Mm. Sorry, hard not to be. Apologize for being. Well, here's another thing. A lot. You see all the toys back here. Like I, I own a toy store, and I actually had like a a toy store for a couple years open before the pandemic and everything. And I don't think I had one Star Trek fan come in ever. They were all Star Wars fans. Sorry. Damn. I did not go to the store. Sorry. <laughs> right? I will say it publicly. I'm sorry that I never took the time to drive down to Tucson and see your store. That made me a bad friend. And all right. So I apologize. Yeah, you would have been the lo- happy now? Are you happy? Yeah, because then I could then we wouldn't be having this conversation because I would have been like at least one Star Trek fan came. <laughs> Thank you for witnessing this moment in our friendship because frankly I didn't know if it were even possible for us to get to this point of, of health where we could. Yeah, Alex is like, I didn't know that I was going to be conducting a therapy session here, but hey, I got the couch. We're good. Yeah, I know. So tell right. me how you feel. <laughs> how did it make you feel? How did it make you feel when only Star Wars fans came into your store? So you got a lightsaber over there, huh? Is it is it one of the like uh, Black Series? Uh, it's like um i can go grab it <laughs> it's like now's, the time, now's the time <laughs> it's literally over my bed <laughs> okay, well also the fact you have a batman poster on your wall says a lot about your character more so than your hair whatever say <laughs> that's cool that's awesome. <laughs> it makes noise oh yeah yeah that's the legit one there yeah <laughs> Yep, it was actually my boyfriend's, and he gave it to me because. Well, I mean, <laughs> so he's because, cool too. Then he's on Team Star Wars too. Then apparently, yeah. right? Yeah, I had a blue one, but it wasn't as like this is like the legit one. Yeah, so I had a blue one, but it wasn't as cool. So now I have this one. <laughs> I like the gadgets too, man. You love how I have to do that to you. Yeah. I got to put you on the spot every time. <laughs> it hadn't come up in a while, but you know, it so it was an appropriate time to bring it up. Friend like you that would bring it up, and that would. Enjoy you know slowly but surely kind of like um alex talked about her transition from theater and kind of coming to the realization that she was really a rocker you know like you'll eventually be like you know i thought i liked star trek but in my evolution as a, <laughs> a person and in my maturity i'll be like you know what star wars is better i like i like what th- there's a lot you can get out of star wars a lot of fun a lot of i like the mythos right i like the force uh, but there's a lot that um there's a mind there's an idea and things that I got from watching Star Trek I didn't get anywhere else. Uh, there's a curiosity of the world. Anyway, back to the star of the show. History and mysticism. Yeah, I'm gonna finish. Back to the star. I do. Of the I, I give you that. I do like. I mean, look, Star Wars is great, but there are some, you know, plot holes and things like that. And definitely, Star War, uh, Star Trek does go into different. Don't try to make him feel better, Alex. It's okay. We'll move on. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> We're gonna have a conversation. <laughs> No, I, I like both. I do like both a lot, and I will admit that uh, it, Star Wars is way more endeared to me uh, because of you, Ryan, and because of this process, because, yeah, it's overwhelming, Team Star Wars, so that's okay. And, and I appreciate you, you know, making sure that we know. Yeah, now we, we know who, we yeah, we know where people stand. We can move on now. We can move that's on. been settled. That's really good. That's good. <laughs> um, 
So Alex, how did you like go about forming your own band and like doing your own thing and getting out there? Like, was that? It was, um, okay. So I wrote, I write everything on piano and I make like all like orchestra versions of my songs and my boyfriend plays guitar and we had collaborated previously, like even before we were dating. So I was like, it only makes sense. Like he'd be perfect for it. So he plays, he played guitar for taking over and he still plays guitar for me now, which is awesome. Cool. And so he did that and he played bass for it. And I got a friend of mine to play drums. And I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I ended up making a music video for it. And I was like, I'm just going to do it and see how it goes. And then it actually, I mean, it wasn't like a huge, didn't like pop off, but like I got a lot of positive responses from it. And I was like, maybe, maybe I can do this. And then I just started writing and then I did an EP and a couple more singles and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like progressively grown and grown. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm still have a long way to go, but looking back, it's like, wow, I literally started at like nothing. So this is, it's cool. Yeah, that is, um, it's an awesome thing when you can really have the opportunity to go through that, you know, start something from nothing and see, watch it grow. And, uh, it's, it's really cool process. And based on what we've seen from your content, I mean, your voice is undeniable. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. You have a fantastic voice, and your music is great. Like, thank you yeah. so much. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see why. I don't see why there would be a reason why you you're not going to be able to do this thing. So, thank you. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully, you know. Maybe a label or someone will see it and spike interest in me. This is what this is what we're all doing, though. This is why we're we're trying to look at this as a community instead of competition, right? This is why we have these conversations with artists because we want everybody to be successful, you know. And there's room for everybody. There, that's the cool thing with with the internet and with the amount of people that are just alive on the planet. There's enough. Everyone can have an audience. Exactly. And I think that's cool. Like being supportive of other people, you know, like we're all growing together and it's like, I guess I keep talking about theater because it took over all my life and that aspect, you're always in competition with someone. It's like, you're always trying to get the next role, but yeah. in something like music, it's like, there's enough room for everybody. And like, everybody gives their own take on it and has their own spin on whatever it is they're doing. So at the end of the day, even if people sound similar, they're not, they're still them. And like, there is enough room for everybody. So yeah, definitely. I like that. And honestly, one thing that's blown me away, not that I guess I didn't expect it to be the case, but just talking to people in the music world, they are so positive in like they're positive people, they're supportive people. And for the most part, when someone else has a success, it's not this like animosity because someone else is rising up. It's like people are just as happy for other people's successes as they are for their own in this world. And that's really, really blown me away to support, you know? You got it. You know, um, even if like you weren't supported, like the top could be very lonely, but you want to bring your friends with you, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, it's just hard to find people uh, to connect with, right, in this world. And you want to try to make, uh, you do want to try to make room for everybody, right? People that you know are good people that, you know, 
I mean, I feel that way about everyone to come on the show, honestly. Like, it's it's amazing that we've just, we really just sort of put out the bat signal and people have responded. Like, we've, we've been able to kind of, like, create and cultivate a community. And, you know, we're still working on that. That's still part of what we're trying to do. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that, that it's... People are just cooler in the rock and metal world, world aren't they? You know, just in general. <laughs> I should say Alex is like, in, yeah. Musicians in general. I don't want to say it because we, we've, had, we've had other genres, right? Other people come on that aren't necessarily connected but in those worlds. But, but no, and just in general. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Your journey to the dark side is complete, my friend. Welcome. <laughs> I like Star Wars. I'm just saying. No, I'm talking about the metal world. I know. I know. Okay. We were talking about <laughs> who are your inspirations like do you have people in the the rock or metal world that really inspired you yeah um the, amy lee from evanescence um adam gantier was a huge influence um for like writing and just like again like he was one of my biggest inspirations growing up and like listening to his voice like to me that i was like that's a rock voice like i think he's like, the best freaking rock voice ever um he's up there yeah he's definitely up there and Lizzie Hale, Hailstorm. I'm saying people specifically because obviously a band is a lot of people, but sometimes like I'll look to someone specific. And of course, me being a singer, mostly I look at the front person as like they're in my inspiration. Um, but yeah, I think like those three, even uh, Ben from Breaking Benjamin. Oh, sure. Like I always love his music. Good stuff. Yeah, being the, the, I guess all eyes are on you all the time when you're the front person. Like you, you kind of have to be responsible. It, at least it feels to me just from like watching shows and things like you're the one that's responsible for the energy for the most part. Like people are looking at you and there's a lot there. So there's a lot that goes into that. I think more so than people understand. Um, yeah, definitely. Like you're running a show at that point. Yeah. Like, uh, did your, did the the theater thing help you to kind of navigate that being like the center of attention pretty much at all it's yeah. funny cause i actually hate being the center of attention but when i'm oh, on really? stage okay. it's very different yeah like i don't know if i like go to a party or something i'm usually like hanging to the back and if someone has a dog i'm usually near the dog but um <laughs> i think the theater definitely gave me the confidence to like be on stage and to take command of a stage so it definitely helped <laughs> hmm. how how is that like do you have when you're up there and you know the show starts do you have like a specific thing that you want the crowd to feel or do you have a way that you want them to engage or do you have anything you're trying to convey with the performance i just want them to enjoy it and to remember it so I think the best thing or the best compliments I've gotten is that people who had no idea who I was were like, were like, that was amazing. Like that was moving. Or I felt that, or, Oh, that song like really rang true or something like that. Just like to connect with it. Cause you know, there's so many, like if you see, you know, concerts all the time, there's so many people coming and going and you want at least one person who's in that audience to see something or hear something be like, I, I feel that like that's, a connection so i guess connection that's it yeah you're creating an emotional experience right you know, uh, that's a human thing this connection you're talking about like it's something that's very deep inside of all of us we all want to be connected 
music is like one of the best tools that exists to do that, to connect us, you know? Exactly. Like it, it's hard to deny. <laughs> yeah, everyone just had banging like this. But yeah, I mean, definitely like concerts bring together people of all like walks of life and just everyone has like that's the one interest and it just, like you said, it brings everyone together. Yeah, if metal was so bad, how come the concerts are so <laughs> Yeah, I like... I, I don't know maybe we can we can dabble a little bit in that topic of how metal is like somehow it's got this it's bad right oh the the devil the devil that. right yeah the no, devil no. you can't you can't make that kind of music unless you're inspired by the devil just don't forget that the devil's real folks <laughs> don't let him see it. <laughs> how do you feel about all that is it laughable to you is it do you not care that they that people say metal is like the devil yeah 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 yeah. oh i think it's hilarious <laughs> i like i sometimes like if someone's very religious i'll like be like yeah i listen to metal just to see what they say because <laughs> it's just it's so ridiculous like uh, it's music people think it's like there's like screaming in it or like it's like it sounds heavy and it sounds demonic like a distorted guitar god forbid said that yeah, right? the tempo does not allow the, the holy spirit to, <laughs> to reside uh how come then you know when i hear you know deftones on stage i feel something spiritual you know i do it feels good i you know i don't know like uh I, this subject is fascinating to me as well yeah it is because um i went to a lot of punk rock shows when i was younger and punk rock kind of has the same rap right oh, yeah. But yeah. the people at the shows were awesome. The bands, oh, yeah. the you know, the people in the bands were awesome, and like the feel, uh, the feel, the energy that was there was very positive, in my opinion. No, definitely, it's funny because like you know, people see like you know metal heads and they look at them and they're like, oh, they look mean or evil. Like they're like the nicest fucking people half the time. Right. Like even people like that are moshing and from an outside perspective, I, I've heard people be like, that's crazy. Like you're hitting each other. It's like yeah but then you know you knock someone down you pick them up you hug it out do it again like everyone's just like very like nice about it it's very right. strange i'm gonna embarrass myself i had a i i got injured in a mosh pit <laughs> the show. I was what injured. happened i got injured i had a bad back and i got hurt and i was getting oh, shit. it took like six people to pull me out so i, I figured i but you did get pulled up. out though didn't you well that's but it, that's what it made me think of is like the the one girl that I can still to this day remember the sound of her voice screeching because she was trying to clear the way and she was like she's like a warrior like just pat like just break making the way that, and once people saw because she like got then it was like they just dragged me out and then you know I was fine I didn't go to the hospital I was I was I was not supposed to be there I was like I was snuck out of the house and I was two hours away from where I was supposed to be but it was it was a fun time I had a good time <laughs> definitely a story you remember that's true though like um it's also the best bands i've ever seen people life. people get knocked down they're gonna get picked up Heck yeah. yeah it's like we're not in there like trying to severely not, injure like, each so other not, you know it's so much fun it's, i don't go the energy in those rooms the energy in those in those venues like when you go and watch these shows it's just it's nothing else like it yeah it's funny yeah. i maybe maybe um as a society will grow out of these labels and these false ideas about certain genres of music and certain type of people mm. you know people that have purple and green hair you know there you can't really make a judgment on the person's character <laughs> no but you know what 
I think it's human nature. People, there's always going to be people that suck, you know? And it's just the way it is. So it's like, you can't change people at the end of the day. Just like accept that there's going to be a select few people that don't get it, that can't relate. But It'll make you cherish more people to do. Exactly. And know who to not hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and that's something that really resonates with me, Alex, is the type of people you actually even want in your life anyway, are the ones that allow you to be you a hundred percent. You don't have to dial anything back. You know, you can be yourself and it's cool. That's why they, that's why the people in your life love you is because of who you are. Nothing more than that. Right. Right. I know he said that from the heart. He was talking to me. I wasn't looking at you when I said it, but if it makes you feel better, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess it, that could be like a that was a universal thing. Yeah, it was a universal thing. Don't be shy. It was a universal thing. So, if you, <laughs> he always has to make everything awkward and creepy. It's just kind of. <laughs> 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 It's like how can we take how can we take a good moment and make it awkward and creepy for the listeners? How can I help the and for me because I'm here in the room. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do um, how do our beautiful listeners find you? So find you can find all my stuff on official Alex, which is a L Y X X.com. And there'll be links to all my socials and stuff. And that's actually my Facebook thing is official Alex Instagram. Yes. I have a TikTok. judge me. It's fine. And then Twitter. <laughs> we do. why I have no idea, but we it's, <laughs> it's for the kids. Yeah. It's for the kids. Um, and then my Twitter is official Alex underscore because someone took the name. It also might have been me, but I just forgot what the password was. But I think someone else ended up with it. What the what name? Just Alex spelled away? So Twitter's official Alex then underscore. Oh, and then underscore. Oh, I see. How dare I should that probably person. find out who has my. Yeah, and see if I can fix that. <laughs> How dare that person do that? Unbelievable, right? The nerve of some people, you know? <laughs> I specifically spell my name weird, so no one else. Is that, is that why? Yeah, actually. <laughs> it's easier for <laughs> Well, um, there were, in my, like, in school, there was a lot of Alex's. And there was another Alex. My last name starts with W, so there was a lot of, there's another Alex W. And, like, my name was just so... Like it didn't, I don't know. I felt very like, I can relate basic. And I was like, I want to make this look weird. Let's get rid of all the vowels and make it look awkward. Yeah. And that's what I did. Hey, why not? Why not? (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for, uh, being open and honest and for entertaining the interesting, (laughs) these conversations always, evolve in an interesting way but i think we talked about some poignant things and important things that are going to help people and so that your fans and our beautiful listeners get to know you better and we'll be able to go and check your music out so yeah this was so much fun way to sum it up man that was a great great professional summary i'm proud proud of the way you do things around here uh thank you you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome you're fun thank you alex for real and um folks go check out her stuff uh, you won't be disappointed
I can't. Do you have any other words of wisdom, Ryan? You want to share, or Alex? Alex, the yeah. Door is open. Yeah. Anything. The the star of the show. Please. Do you have anything you'd like to share with our beautiful listeners, or any, any other words thoughts? of wisdom? Any last yeah. thoughts you have based on what we've talked about, or just in general? Uh, just find something that you're passionate about, and even if maybe the people in your life at the moment aren't supportive of it, keep doing it and you'll find the right people to surround yourself with. And at the end of the day, you need to do what makes you happy because life is really short and you don't ever want to look back and say, what if? So just find your passion and go for it. Definitely. That's right. You know what, Alex, I do have one last question for you that I think would be beneficial for everybody you seem like an extremely positive person um in your attitude and just your energy is very positive was that something that you had to learn to do or have you all just always been like that uh i've always been a very rational thinker like i'll look at things from like a scientific perspective um but i mean no, I was not always very positive. My sister actually has been a huge influence on me and being so positive and like trying to find the light in all situations. And I think also like just life and especially this pandemic, I mean, geez, that just fucked everything up. And then just realizing like what's important and just staying true to who I am and whatnot. Hmm. Stay true to who you are, people. Don't let don't talk to sister for bringing all the positivity in the world. Don't let anyone talk you out of you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, Alex. Yeah. You ready for the? You ready for the closer? You ready for the? You know, I do have one last piece of advice. Okay. Let's just be wild and free. Wild and free. If you were going to say, it, you should have just said it. Thanks. <laughs> I love stealing thunder, bro. Uh, it's so much fun folks i got enough of it to, you can you it's overflowing this, right? you can you steal it now. if you want you should know okay all right we love y'all bye I'm here